We are Zenma! This is Ashley. And this is Casey. Welcome to our podcast. Where we write the blueprint of optimal living for our tribe. Hi Zen friends, Ashley and Casey here with another Zenma episode. We took about a week break from recording as we adjust to our new normals. I'm sure many of you, if not all of you out there, are adjusting to some new normals as your kids come home from school, as your businesses change the flow in which they conduct work. Maybe you find yourself at home not working. Maybe you find yourself at home trying to work amongst the kids, (laughs) which that's me. Um, Whatever that new normal looks like for you. And we wanted to come together today to touch base with you, to talk about how we're doing, check in to see how you are doing, and to give you some thought on how we can approach this situation from a place of, um, of hope, gratitude, from our center, emitting love, as opposed to emitting fear. And we will, throughout this episode, talk about some of the psychological and physiological implications when we lead from fear, which is so easy to do during this time of uncertainty when our world is literally sideways. Um, so Casey, how are you and your tribe doing? How has this impacted you guys? Yeah, we are doing well. Um, it's definitely been a roller coaster, um, a wave of emotion going up and down as things progress. You know, it started out as oh, it's this virus, you know, and we're okay, and everything's good, and then just the snowballing of it, that things start shutting down, and lockdown, and like freedoms restricted, we were at the, we walked to our neighborhood playground yesterday, and I was like, well, thank gosh, this one's still open, you know, it's just the, the one by, um, the golf course by our house. And I was like, maybe I'm one, you know, cause I heard that they were putting tapes up around playgrounds, um, public playgrounds so the girls were playing I'm like this is you know I'm so grateful at least we have this one and while we're sitting there a car pulls up with signs and she says sorry we're closing this playground down now I was like oh how did you know that and she's like I'm on the board and we just closed it down right now and I was like oh my gosh this is terrible right and confusing for kids like mommy why does the park close ah that puts you on the spot you know have you guys have you and Mike taken the approach of um, talking about this with your kids? Do they know what's going on? Yeah, for sure. Um, they know what's happening. We don't watch the news in our house, so we don't have that blaring, you know, in their face, but for them, it's, it's not much different than life before because we, Mike and I are full-time parents. So we, and we had transitioned to homeschooling in November. So life for them has continued on as normal the only difference is they're not seeing their friends as much and that's what they're bummed about um we just are very frank with them that there is a virus going around and we're trying to keep that virus from spreading and keeping everyone healthy that you know they're healthy and they're strong and we're just going to keep them that way they have seen the neighborhood kids though so that's a little confusing that They can see them who are nearby, but we can't go over to our friend's house that, you know, is miles away. And this is affecting you and Mike on a um, economical level, right? Your jobs, you're not able to go into lifetime, Mike into his place of business to train. 
So yeah. I know that physically, emotionally, that's been interesting for y'all. Yeah, because um, our jobs are our purpose. Like we love helping people. It's what, you know, um, it's our passion. We're passionate about that. So we've been trying to figure out how we can still help people from afar. Socially distance and, <laughs> and help. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. For my tribe, well, Brandon is actually still working. They, he's been wanting to work from home. However, they're not allowing him at this time. Uh, they allowed half of the office to go home. Um, and the other half that he's a part of is still working in the office. I work from home mostly anyways. So my life hasn't changed too much in that way. It has prevented me uh, from going into the schools temporarily to talk about our book. And for my children, well, Zeke has no idea. He still sees mama every day, so his life is a-okay. And Maddox is wondering why school is closed and why he can't have some of the play dates that he had before. And we, too, are very honest with our children. We've always taken the approach to be honest and upfront in a place of fact, a place of connection, less fear, right? And we, too, don't have the news blaring or on. We don't really ever, we don't have the TV on. So it's really helped us shape the way that he sees this whole experience because it's coming from us and we come from a place of moving from our center about it. So I think, you know, my world personally hasn't changed too much, but the truth is there's a lot going on and I think it's important to be aware. I think it's important to be aware and do your part and your part, whatever that looks like. If you're in healthcare, you have a big part. If you're in the grocery stores, stocking our shelves, you have a huge part. For someone who's, who is like me, my part is to socially distance and actually adhere to that, to wash my hands, to educate my child when they have questions, to help him calm any nerves, fear, anxieties that he may have. I'm doing some projects with Generation Mindful to help explain what's going on to children in a way that is light and bright, but still yeah, what will that be available? Uh, we're doing the illustration. So we're doing a coloring book right now that is explaining to children, like, why can't they go to school? What is this whole virus thing? Will it last forever? What can we do, right? Instead of focusing on what we can't do, you can't see your friends, you can't go to school. We're focusing on what can you do? Can you virtually connect with people? Can you do kindness cards and mail them? Can you create something new at home with mom and dad? And, you know, I think one way that I personally look at this whole experience, if you think of a coin, if one side is fear and all the cans, right? The other side is all the cans and gratitude. And the center part of the coin is like possibility. So yes, there's the possibility that I could step into fear and catch the coronavirus, that someone I love could catch it, that I'm not going to have income, there won't be enough food, I could step there. But on the other side of that rim is the possibility of, of I have all that I need. There will be enough. I can do my part. And 
myself, my family, our community, and the world at large, we've done hard things and we'll do hard things again. We will get through this. I have no doubt. Me too. I'm what right there I'm with hoping you. Is that this will be an awakening for, for us. Yes. An earth, an awakening because I feel like, I don't know, maybe not everyone, but I can say that I know I've been hoping for change. I feel like we, we, our mother earth is sick, right? I feel like people are spending less time with their families. And this is really giving a platform to heal the earth. They, what do they say that like dolphins were coming back into the canals and Mm -hmm. pollution was starting to clear. People are getting to spend more time with their families. So it's easy to look at all of these roadblocks set before us, but we can also see the gifts in them. At least that's what I'm doing in my household. I agree. I, I do see this. I do, you know, um, tend to look at the silver lining that it's, we have everyone slowing down, right? We have maybe dads in the home who travel all the time now at home with their family, um, or parents in general, moms to travel that are home, just everyone connecting and taking time for themselves to figure out like, is this the life that I want? You know, cause you get lost in that hustle and bustle and the have to's and then you're put in your place and you're, and I, I do, you know, have you seen that thing where it's like mother earth has all has sent us all to our rooms and said, think about what you've done. She's like, you're not treating me right now. Go to your room, you know? So like, we're all stuck at home, you know, thinking about our lives and thinking about how, you know, we want to live as humans on this earth. Yes. I feel like this is a time of energy shifts, right? And I feel like the universe is like saying, go inside of yourself, look within there and see what you find and reset. It's an opportunity to reset our priorities, how we treat ourselves, how we treat other people, how we treat our earth, and to remind our communities that we can come together during hard times, during strange times, and we can create something beautiful. And we can offer a rejoicing of love and connection and to rise up more united, more clear-minded, and more open-hearted than we've been living. We've You know, you've seen videos of people in Italy who are just sitting on their porches or their patios and singing and playing music. You're seeing people show up to the assisted livings and nursing homes to call their family outside of the window, you know, just so they can have conversation. You're seeing really beautiful things. You're seeing people go into grocery stores and help those workers actually unload uh, groceries onto the shelves to help. And I think this is a really beautiful time to teach our kids about these acts of kindness that we can do, not only in this moment of uncertainty, but we can choose to carry this with us once this is all passed. Because this will pass. This, we will get through this. And life as we know it is changing, right? So maybe businesses who are finding new ways to service customers, you know, um, won't go back to old ways. They might, you know, 
change their business plans and realize that, you know what, this is more efficient. It's forcing people to look at new opportunities a little faster than maybe they would have before or, you know, might not have before. There's an opportunity that is presented for businesses to change their business model, to do business maybe a little more efficiently using technology or um, restaurants doing curbside pickup, which for restaurants, maybe small businesses that might not have done it, you know, they might have stayed in their old, old ways because, you know, oh, we'll do that sometime, but this is forcing them to change. This is forcing um, businesses to move forward in, in new ways, which I think maybe they will adopt, you know, this is bringing new opportunity and, you know. I know, I feel like the universe was like, look y'all, for y'all to listen, big shit needs to happen. So here you go, <laughs> it's happening, mic drop, figure it out, come together, make changes. Businesses can make changes. We as humans can make changes. This is all part of the journey. And if you're sitting here saying, but Ashley, the news says, I know y'all, it is scary. If you're saying, but Ashley, people are dying. My heart breaks for those people. And I am there with them. Sending my love. Um, you know, death is never easy, especially in our culture. And so I'm not denying or dismissing the severity of this virus. I have personally I have friends who have small businesses and they wonder if they'll ever open their doors again. So I'm not denying or dismissing what is happening and, and just running through a cloud of, you know, easy breeziness. But what I am saying is that we can also choose to have faith over fear. We can turn our what ifs, to even if, even if my business closes, I'm going to be okay. Even if the store run out of toilet paper, I got a backyard of leaves. Like, you know, <laughs> so there's, there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum, right? Right. But the thing is about fear is that it's when you are fearful, your body releases cortisol. Cortisol creates inflammation. Inflammation creates disease. It decreases your immune response. And in this time, we want to have the strongest immune system that we can. That's why for my family, we're eating fruits and vegetables. We're moving our body. We're conscious of the vibrations coming out of our mouths and our hearts. And we're rooting into faith because faith releases dopamine. Dopamine is that feel-good hormone. It increases your immune system. So it's about your thoughts just as much as it is about what you're doing on a physical level. So I try to feed the symptoms of faith as opposed to the symptoms of fear because I know that that fear is not serving me. The future, I don't know what it's going to hold for my family and I. I could get COVID-19. I could not. But the future doesn't exist. I only have this moment right here, right now. And in this moment, I am healthy, I am safe, and I'm doing my part to the best of my ability. Yeah, for sure. Feed your faith and starve your fear. I, like I was saying before we got on this call, 
we can allow fear to jump in the driver's seat because it can be seductive fear it can it can look like um let's let's keep up with this what's going on you know let's what's the numbers you know how many people are getting it now and you know and you know it it doesn't always have to look like fear is this big bad monster fear can be this this habitual thing that like we're we're feeding into right you you can choose to feed that or you can choose to starve it and feed your faith and feed your faith in a future that's brighter and the change that's coming about and the connection that you're gaining with your family and what this is doing slowing down allowing you to go inward create new I feel practices like, totally i feel like if we start to friend our inner chaos it helps with the external experience so if you find yourself feeling really fearful if you can go inward and become a little detective and say what feelings are coming up for me and why are these coming? What am I fearful of? And why am I fearful of that? Um, you know, as you start to friend your internal chaos and kind of name to tame your emotions, dating what you're feeling, understanding why you're feeling that way, why that's living inside of you in that way. As you become to friend that, then when the external chaos is surrounding you it's easier to be with that because you have found your inner stillness and i feel like that is what i have done in this situation to help me stay grounded i became friends i, I became acquainted with what was going on inside of me and i created my own truth i created my own thoughts about what i can do what i'm willing to do and so even as the facts come in, it's not that I'm cold to them or I shun them or I feel like I'm above them. I hear them, I accept them, but then I'm still grounded within myself. Does that make sense? Definitely. I can, when you accept them, that's, that's what really got me is like, I've accepted all of these hard truths that hit me one at a time you know like okay the gym's closing boom okay you're you know you're only getting paid to this date boom you're going on furlough boom you're going on unemployment boom 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 you know like so quickly all these things that are like just wham hitting me and I'm, I'm accepting them first of all that's that's the thing it's like I acknowledge it I accept it and then you move forward and you move forward with the faith that I am the highest authority in my life and I can decide where I go from here. So it's, I, to, for me, it's look, finding that opportunity, you know, having that chaos turn into, you know, more of, um, a, a calm that comes after a storm, right? We, we weather this storm and the cool thing is that we're all weathering this storm together like i was already in a storm i feel like but now it's like i got everybody on board with me and we're all we're all through going through this together yeah and there's a certain beauty in watching people come together all for the same cause it's like you know independence day without the aliens you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like the movie with will smith yeah. No, guys, it's just making sure of it. <laughs> Not the 4th of July, but like, yeah, with aliens and coronavirus, that is the aliens. Mm -hmm. We're all coming together. Um, 
I don't know where I got sidetracked with Will Smith. I don't know. I started, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fun fact but, about Will know. Smith. He, the reason, um, you know, when he was, he started out as a rapper and he was, he told his, his um, agent, he's like, I want to be the, the most famous movie star ever. And his publicist, instead of telling him, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, he's like, okay, let's, let's do some research on that. And he's like, the movies that make the most money in the box office have um, sci-fi, they have thriller, they have, you know, a romantic love story in them, and they have, um, you know, a good storyline or whatever. So he's like, any movie that you do has to have all of these things in them. And so he did. Every movie that he did had the sci-fi. It had, you know, the aliens or the um, the special effects. It had the, the love story and had this, that, and he, you know, he turned his dream into reality by making tangible goals out of it to do yeah a little fun fact on him. well I how did you learn that did you read about him? it how did you know that I read about it recently <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny so shifting our mindset you know for me one thing that I've been doing is getting outside daily um doing meditation at night focusing on different types of breathing I've really been geeking out on different types of, you know, breathing, the, um, uh, alternating nostrils. I did this, Lori did a, a yoga meditation workout. She had some different breathing. It was like spinal cord breathing and breath of joy. They were like really invigorating. I really enjoyed them. So I've just been doing different types of breathing. This is a respiratory virus. So really focusing on my lungs, um, and emotions that suppresses the lungs or I should say an expression of the lungs is um, like bereavement, sadness, all of that. So I try to release any of that, do the emotional work as well, because that is for the health of the lung. Um, my family's still eating fresh fruits and vegetables. We kind of live by if you can hunt it or you know, pick it, grow it, um, drinking lots of water. We're doing our greens, same same physical stuff. How are you guys getting in some social interaction? Because I feel like that's a big part of um, what's missing with this virus. We're human beings. We're social human beings. And being around people is a part of our nature. For sure. I mean, this is probably an introvert's dream, what's happening. But for me, I'm a social butterfly. But we've been using technology, FaceTiming people, um, going on walks. And I see other people on walks. So, well, hey, how's it going? Isn't it amazing? Do you feel like there's more people out walking? than There's neighbors well, that I've seen walking that I didn't even know are my neighbors. We kind of live in the middle of nowhere. So, it's, <laughs> I mean, there are, once we get into that, like, when we walk to a subdivision, yes, there's lots of people out. Out by me, there's a lot of deer like hawks and squirrels let me say what's up to them <laughs> but yeah you know I'm just focusing on using my technology as, as best as I can reminding myself that this is a temporary thing and by socially distancing I guess it, it's my small part to try to keep numbers under wraps you know because I don't know so yeah 
doing doing what we're doing, like continuing like as life as normal as close to possible, recording our podcast, you know, just trying to keep our world spinning um, in a respectful way. I recently wrote this article for Generation Mindful about how to help your children with their anxiety. It's great for any time your children have anxiety, but we focus this around the COVID-19 because that's clearly what's trending right now. And there's a few things that we are recommending. And the first is to help your children name their emotions. Just as I mentioned about us as adults going in and friending our inner chaos, it's helpful to have our kids do that too, to help them put words to what they're experiencing in their body. And then to help them storytell, because when we storytell, it helps connect the left logical part of their brain to their right emotional side of their brain. So it helps them put the story and tell their story um, and helps them work through the big emotions that they're feeling. So perhaps your child's really upset about school closing and they can't see their friends, help them tell that story. They can draw it, they can write it, they can use stuffy, you know, stuffed animals to role play it. Older children could just perhaps have a conversation, but help them tell that story. And I think oftentimes as parents, we don't want to help them tell their story because we fear that that will cause more fear or emotions or anxiety in them, but it actually helps integrate the brain. Um, another thing to do is offer support without denying their emotions. So instead of saying, there's no reason to be scared, honey, or you have nothing to worry about, that's very denying and dismissing. So we can come forth and say, gosh, you sound really disappointed school closed, or you're really scared about getting sick. And then I like to insert affirmations, you know, you are healthy, you are strong, you are capable. Um, I explain to them why we do what we do as far as eating healthy, moving our body, the vibrations of our words. But if your child is really feeling stuck, even through the storytelling and, and the offering of emotions, help them problem solve. How do you think we could, uh, how do you think, what, what can we do to help you feel better? What, you know, maybe your kid wants to look up information about COVID or maybe help them feel better is to, FaceTime or call somebody that they love once a day just so they're getting that social interaction. Invite them to be part of the problem-solving process and, and choose things that feel good to them. And maybe this is a great time to introduce like breathing and meditation. We have been doing such fun stuff. Maddox is three. And we have been doing such fun energy stuff at night. And he is digging it. And I'm noticing that he's using it throughout, throughout uh, the day. Like, you know how we do the sa, the, uh, what is it? Sata nama. Nama. Mm -hmm. Well, so Dax, he does that, but he also does peace lives in me. Oh. So what I'm it. doing is I have my hand, right? Because your kiddo always has their hand and you take your thumb to your index finger, then your middle finger, your ring finger, and your pinky finger. And with each word, you switch fingers. Peace lives in me. Takes a deep breath and it helps shift emotion. So that's something kind of fun to do. It's beautiful. Some other stuff. Yeah. What about you guys? Have you? We've been doing the um, yoga with our friends. Um, our our friend Jill. She put together a group of 
you know, there's meditation practices, Qigong, um, yoga. She does this soul movement class that's pretty invigorating. It feels amazing. I did it the other yeah. day because I'm part of that same group. Ooh, I felt good. Ooh, it was a like, challenging one, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> but I oh, love the twisting. Really I love the ringing out. There's a lot of just ringing out that the sexy, spine. sexy shoulder one. Oh, I know. <laughs> Right. But they also are doing kids yoga classes. So there's been a couple of um, kids yoga that the girls have been practicing. And actually, Georgiana just asked me, she said, are we going to do yoga today? So they're looking forward to it now and making it a practice, which I've been so thrilled to do classes with them and include them in my movement with me. Isn't that fun? Dax did a yoga class with me today. I mean, that was an hour long. Um, online virtual i did lindsey mooney's class and he would pop in and out and he was doing downward dog and doing the lunges and the mountain pose and arms up and breathing it's really beautiful because it's a great reminder that our children are watching us they're watching us in our chaos they're watching us in our calm and they're little sponges absorbing it all and that's why i always go back to do the work yourself because and you doing the work, your children benefit so greatly. They, they too benefit from you navigating your triggers, your emotions, your thoughts. Yeah. It's all very comes together. Totally. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, I think for me, it just goes back to that reminder of where your attention goes, energy flows. So when I put my attention into the faith of our future, into the faith that things are going to actually be better when this is all over, like, yeah, we're going through this icky time, but things are going to be good. And like that hope and that faith in the future, just continuing to feed in that and put direct my attention to that is, is really what it, what I'm doing in this time. Ditto. Me too. This will be someday, this will be like pages in a history book. And I mean, I'm just riding the wave right now. And I, like you said, putting my faith in the forefront and, and starving that fear and taking every day, every moment for what it is as it is and not what I'm projecting it to be or, or fearing it to be. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm getting through this. That's how my tribe is rolling through this. Yeah, I liked what you said about the vibrations coming out of your mouth, like that being a ripple effect, you know, what you're saying, what you're putting out there. It is a vibration and it is, you know, um, reverberating. So if we can just all speak a little bit more intelligently and um, responsibly, that we're not just throwing around these fearful repetitive information from the news or whatever that we just try to focus on the good then that good will surround us yes yes totally amen amen <laughs> <laughs> well then my listeners we thank you for joining us and please again follow us on all of the podcast platforms leave us feedback tell us what is your family doing what does quarantine look 
like in your in your family? How are you turning the chaos into hope, into a new future? Yeah. Thanks to the listeners for sticking with us. And we hope you are staying strong through this storm. Keep the peace. Bye. Bye.